the American culture that we live in values ease, ease of doing things. We still believe uh, in the principle uh, that built this great nation that hard work pays off. But we know that we are fascinated when things are easy, simple, quick. Think about shopping today, right? Amazon. Just go. And it's not that you got to wait for a few days. If you have Amazon Prime, it comes next day, overnight. What about if you're hungry? Do you have to run to a restaurant? No. Uber Eats, right? You just call, pick up the phone, and whatever you want is right there at the door. What about information and technology today? Well, we have Google, but there's something even better today called ChatGPT, right? I don't know if you've used ChatGPT, but, um, you know, like somebody says, it's super Google, right? It can do certain things that may take a little bit more time in Google, but can quickly give you the results that you need. Um, what, about, what about people? You know, what about, what about people? You know, sometimes we look up to a lot of um, great personalities, especially in sports um, and in other areas, but, but let's say soccer, right? We look up to, you know, Rolando, uh, Ronaldo or, or Messi or, or Neymar or Mbappe, you know, whatever the big star is. And we look up to them and we say, hey, it's easy for them because, you know, they're gifted. It comes, like, whatever talent that they have, it's like, it comes easy. You know, and sometimes we settle for that and we say, you know what, I'm not one of them, so you know, I, I got to be happy with what I have. Um, but but we're fascinated with the ease with which they could do all these great skills, right, um, on that soccer field. And there is a name for these people, right? I mean, even in other areas of life, we call them the GOAT, right? The acronym G O A T, right? Greatest of all time. Right? So we have them in every field, right? Uh, we sometimes complement each other uh, with, this, uh, with this title or acronym. So, so yes, these people have more gifts. You know, they do things so easily that we may find it difficult to do. Uh, we are fascinated by ease. But, but what about in the area of science? What about Albert Einstein, right? You know, we consider him great. You know, he did many things, discoveries. But did you know what Albert Einstein said about himself? He said, it's not that I'm so smart. It's just that I stay with problems longer. Right? So, so this is coming out of Albert Einstein who, Einstein, who we look up to for many things that he has invented. What about our own faith, right? Is it, is it bad to doubt? Is it a sin to doubt my faith? Is it a sin to doubt church's teachings? Well, we celebrate today Divine Mercy Sunday, the second Sunday of Easter in the year 2000. Pope St. John Paul II, while he canonized the great religious mystic St. Faustina um, uh, Kowalska of Poland, 
um, who had this great devotion to, to, um, to divine mercy, he also declared at the same moment that every second Sunday um, of Easter, from then on, will be called Divine Mercy Sunday. So we are called to focus on mercy this Sunday. So what is the connection between mercy and doubt? That we encounter somebody who doubts today in the gospel. Um, we can go to the scriptures, and the scriptures say this about mercy and doubt. The scriptures say, Keep yourselves in the love of God as you await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you eternal life. And have mercy on those who doubt. This is from Jude, from the letter to Jude. So, so in a gospel, we, we see mercy, God's mercy coming through. Uh, mercy is, is something, is a gift. It's a gift given by somebody who's an authority, somebody who gives it to the other person, even though he does not deserve it. Like God gives, is merciful, even though I sin, right? Uh, he does not need, need to do it. Sometimes we say, I deserve, I deserve punishment. I deserve, you know, sometimes we go to the confession and we say, Okay, just that for my penance, just like an Our Father, and, and that's it. We're done. Right? Um, but, um, but this is mercy. This is God's mercy. We don't deserve it, but He gives it to us. You know, it's, it's where love meets suffering in our own difficult situations. That's the miracle of mercy. So, so we, we encounter this great character who doubts uh, in today's gospel. Thomas, right? So, so the night before, so the night before Jesus died, Thomas said this. He said, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Right? He was always with questions. He was always, you know, not the easy one. And, and so we know that mercy is a gift. And, um, and St. John Paul II, who you know, we spoke about um, Pope John Paul II says this about mercy. He said that it's the love that is able to reach down every human misery. When this happens, when, it, when, when love reaches down and pulses, we who are the object of that mercy are changed, are transformed. We're not the same. Our value is restored, right? Uh, we're new beings. This is what happens, right? This is what happens to Thomas, right? When, when Jesus will step down and ask Thomas, well, he'll come to Thomas. Think about this. You know, all the apostles are meeting with Jesus. Thomas is missing. Think about this. You have, you're part of a staff, and this is the most important staff meeting, and you're not there. You know what's going to happen from the boss, right? You don't want to face the boss again. But here it is, Jesus, who's coming to Thomas, right? He comes to him tries to answer every question that he has, and he bends down. He asks Thomas, you know, put your hand, put your hand into, you know, my pierced body, right? Um, there, is, um, there is a great image, you know, if you get a chance, go back and look it up. Um, it's by this great painter called Caravaggio, right? Caravaggio has great paintings. One of it is the prodigal son, 
but, um, but this one is called The Incredulity of St. Thomas. Okay? It's beautifully talking how St. Thomas is kind of putting his finger into the side of Jesus. And what is so amazing is, it's not just Thomas putting his finger, but Jesus is holding his hand and getting him in so that he can pierce his, um, uh, his body. Right? And, and that's absolutely beautiful. This is what Jesus does. This is what God does with us. He just does not leave us to come to him, but he will come. He will prompt us. He will, you know, he will, he will support us. He will, he will grasp us. Um, and if we are open, because, because obviously Thomas at that moment is not open, right? He is, he is very resilient. He is impenetrable. But now Jesus opens him up. Right? Uh, and, and, and Thomas just goes along with Jesus. And, and we see what Thomas says at the end. These amazing words. He says, um, my God and my Lord. Like my Lord and my God. Right? He goes into believing. Uh, Jesus, we know Thomas, just like any other apostle, will go on to offer his life for Christ. All the apostles die as martyrs. Right? Um, so, so, so we all have hope. Uh, in that sense, God's mercy is accessible even to us, even to us who doubt. Doubting is, is okay as long as it gets me closer to Christ, as long as it gets me closer to the divine mercy of God. It is helpful. It is needed, right? Um, that little bit of suffering, that little bit of struggle. What does St. Paul say in today's second reading? You know, we got to suffer a little bit. For a little while, we have to go through this. It's our purification. We're purified. We're made like gold, right? Like, imagine the gold. It has to go through fire so that it can shine brighter, right? That impurities can be taken away. So we have to go through a little bit of, of, of suffering uh, in our lives, if that means doubting, okay? Um, but again, all of this has to lead me closer to Christ, closer to His divine mercy. So let us ask for that gift today, you know, as we uh, prepare to receive Christ in this great sacrament of the Eucharist. Know that today, beautifully on this Divine Mercy Sunday, the Gospel talks about another sacrament, the sacrament of confession. That is the seat of divine mercy, right? These are the words that he tells the apostles. He says, receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. This is what is given to the, to the apostles, through the apostles, to the bishops and the priests. This is the sacrament of confession. You know, God knew that he knew that it, it, his mercy is not confined to a time, but is now available um, throughout all generations, those who are open to receive um, him through baptism. So let us um, thank God for that gift that each one of us have uh, to encounter Christ and his divine mercy.